Hey everyone, welcome to Suspiciously Single. We're on to our next episode, our episode where we're going to discuss really a, a thought that was at the foundation, if you will, of the Suspiciously Single podcast, a, a term we coined. We are the coiner. Well, we thought we were we, the coiners. We thought we were the coiners. But, you know, the internet. There's nothing new under the sun. Man, when you do a little Google search, you discover that you are not that creative, not that unique, not that innovative. And it makes me sad. I think that we should all start playing a game in which we try to find things that don't generate a Google result. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like it is practically impossible. You could write goat, rainbow clouds, mechanical engineering, and something will come up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In fact, not only will it come up, you'll have a YouTube video, you'll mm -hmm. have an Instagram page. And a weird porn site. And definitely a weird porn site. Guaranteed. Listen, this week, you know, I was targeted uh, by a, a foot fetish uh, site on, oh, yeah. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I was like, look at that. How do they know I have cute feet? <laughs> How do they know? Jackie, I don't want to see your browsing history. <laughs> well, this is what was crazy. I said to myself, did I Google anything strange? And I hadn't. So I don't know. I don't know what's up. So Jackie's trying to look super innocent <laughs> right now, but she's actually just trying to cover the fact that she she Googled some, she got experimental with her porn this week. Could you imagine? I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it. If you like feet, that's that's up to you, Google. Yeah. But um, all this to say, welcome to Suspiciously Single. I'm Jackie. I'm Adriana. And today we're going to be talking about the bro zone. Yeah, so the bro zone was kind of, as I mentioned, the, at the root of Suspiciously Single because last year at around this time, I discovered that I often get bro zoned. And it started because, and this is going to be the subject that we discuss later, Adriana doesn't quite believe in the bro zone. Yeah. Like she's not 100% convinced. And as we were having the debate at the time, Jackie just looked at me and said, we need to do a podcast. We need to do a podcast because honestly, I've, I find that more often than not, I am put into the bro zone, whereas you don't think that it's it's really a thing. Or you think, I don't know if you don't think it's a thing so much as you can get out of it easier. No, I think it occurs far less often than... Than I put it out than, there. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just not common. And it's the same reason why I don't believe in friend zoning. I think that's just a term that men have come up with to make them feel less sad, sad about, about the <laughs> fact that nobody was into them. Oh, baby. When yeah. Oh, I was friend zoned. Oh, did you make up a little term to, to make your little ego feel better? <laughs> so what exactly is the bro zone? Because, you know... I'm all about a good definition. So as Adriana mentioned, the bro zone is the female version of the friend zone. So a girl ceases to exist in the mind of a man as a woman. And instead, she becomes one of the guys, which is that sad, sad moment. And just to put things out there, there are some key signs, if you will, or as I like to call them, symptoms associated with the bro zone. For instance, he talks to you about a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend, another girl that he's interested in. He asks you if your friends are single. Um, if he addresses you with the term bro, <laughs> right? That, that's probably a good sign. That's right, dude. I like that one too. Although I feel like dude is becoming more common. Um, I don't know. I feel like if a grown ass man is calling me dude, there's something up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't live in California, you know, we're not in that kind of surfer culture. So I don't know. 
that's that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of just the idea of what the bro zone is. And Jackie, would you like to give us an example from your recent past in which you were bro zone? Girl, I get bro zone. I feel like I get bro zone a lot. But uh, <laughs> did you like that addition of the? I like the a lot. A lot. So um, you and I always talk about. Um, you know, dudes, we use code names. So this code name that we're putting out there is TJ, stands for tall Jew, who was a foin. Oh. Foin. Really foin. Yeah, I've... I've Fitness s- instructor at a, a gym that I was frequenting. And uh, Jackie would send me Insta stories, and a couple of times I think I liked his Insta stories. Yeah, by, it was an like, accidental like, but it was definitely well-warranted. Yeah, yeah Let yeah. me tell you, oh. he was tall built dreamy like mm-hmm. there was no other way around it and the only reason that we have the jew in there is because it also turned out he was kind of very much a practicing jew very religious yes yes very much which uh, fyi love jewish boys there's something about a jewish boy that really I've, like I've, hits home i yeah, don't know what it is i've i've dated my fair share what, what what do you think it is is it their love for their mother honestly so you're actually really close my thing was um i can understand having a crazy mama yeah. And most of them had like anxious moms. And I like, I was also raised by an anxious mother. Exactly. And so I kind of understood their little foibles or their little tics. Well, that's like there's a comedian, I think it's a Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Uh-huh. And he said um, something like, same company, different divisions. divisions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is exactly like <laughs> Italians and Jews, same company, different divisions, you know? Also, so, like the obsession with family, the food, the guilt. Well, I mean, like, food, there were so many real, triggers. But Jewish food, they, they kind of lost me after breakfast. You know what I mean? You give me the bagels, you give me the lox, you give me some babka, and that's where yes, it ends. Yes, but a good Jewish mother, in many cases... Will overfeed you. Will overfeed you and will use food as a, as a guilt and reward mechanism. Absolutely. The, so. guilt, the guilt is real. Exactly. The guilt is real. So anyways, all this to say... Told you. Told you, we're in the middle of a pandemic. The only thing that makes me feel alive is to go to the gym because <laughs> here we are, okay? I uh, needed to lose that quarantine 15, if you know what I mean. And so we started working out and he was one of the trainers at the gym. I thought I was being flirtatious at these gym sessions. You know, I would put on a cute tank top and my yoga pants and tie my hair up real cute. I mean, I wasn't wearing makeup because, girl, I sweat, okay? And Mm. that is not... You are a sweater. I'm a sweater. So that would not have been cute. But, you know, I was trying to put, like, my my cutesy, flirtsy, you know, look on. You were were putting on the tatas. I was putting on the tatas and the short shorts. Like, I was working it. Mm -hmm. However, I knew it was all over and that I was no longer a woman in his mind due to a few different things. Number one... He called me a beast. Now, no woman ever wants to be called a beast. Am I wrong? I listen. My bar teacher once called me a beast, and I was like, "Well, no," but that was okay because it was woman to it woman. It was woman to woman, and it's a bar class, right? Come on. But like, when a dude calls you a beast when you're doing push-ups, I feel like I'm no, I'm no longer seen as a woman, right? Um, so there was that. There was when I no longer was called Jackie, but rather was called Jax. That right there was an indication that 
I no longer am seen as a woman because you literally changed my name to the male version of my name. <laughs> so I'm all automatically turning into a Vagina just went poof. My vagina was like, no more. Uh, what, I don't know why my vagina is an Italian I... like, uh, <laughs> pizza maker. <laughs> Did you hear that? My vagina is like, I'm a Mario. It's a man. My vagina is a man. It's called a Mario. Uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> There's so much there that needs to be unpacked. I, therapy. In therapy. Yeah. This is therapy. Anyway, back to where we were. So, yeah. So <laughs> Beast was called Jax. And the other thing, too, that I remember really triggered me was he was taking, like, videos of our workout sessions. And it's a group workout session. And he had posted the most unflattering video of me on his stories where I, I did look like a beast. Like, I had this moment where I was like, maybe I'm not a woman anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have fully turned into the beast in the beast mode so that was like the key bro zone situation from last year there were others but that was like a key one yeah that's a goodie right yeah now you don't believe in the bro zone nope tell me more so many many moons ago in i think it might have been a cosmopolitan article there was a quote from a um a dude i don't remember who it was or what the context was and he said you just have to be okay with the fact that every man you ever cross paths with unless you're related to them and even sometimes that will (laughs) masturbate to you at least once okay time out let's talk about the incest that keeps coming up in our conversation there's a there are a lot of like cousin to cousin like it's also you have to know jackie and i were just talking about some cousin situations because both her family and my family, they come from these small villages. Small towns, yeah. With a population of less than 100. And, like, if you look at all these villages, it's the same six family names over and over yeah. and over there, again. There's always this kind of uh, concern that someone is a distant cousin. Exactly. Um, like, family trees in, in these small regions look like bonsai trees. Yeah, they, they really do. Long and narrow. Yeah. Um, and we've heard of cousin situations, cousins marrying cousins. Anyway, the whole point is this. Any man that you ever meet, just be okay with the fact that he's going to masturbate to you at least once and that he would gladly have sex with you. See, I don't get that. So, yeah, but like, don't you do the same thing? Every time I look at a man, I'm like, would I have sex with you? Yes or no? Hmm. I don't know if I actually do that. I mean, I do that. Oh, I do. I do that on really good looking dudes. I'm like, yes, you are going into that folder, that special folder in my brain. The the spank bank. The spank bank. Um, No, but like it's, it's just, I see people and I try to read them and it's like sexually what's happening is zero. So my assumption is every time that you meet a person of the opposite sex, and if you're both uh, heterosexual, if something's going, if if you needed to, if you just turned to them and said, uh, do you want to, it would possibly happen unless there were other attenuating circumstances. But that if it doesn't go in that direction, it wasn't going to go in that direction no matter what you did, unless there was a specific circumstance or uh, you're put into so a certain context. You don't think that there are situations where, because what essentially what you're saying is, or maybe I'm misunderstanding, is like you, it's very rare that one party will be interested and the other one won't? Or did I like misinterpret that? Well, so for example, your case with Talju. Right. TJ. TJ. Mm. Uh, So for example, already you're in a gym and the class was kind of intense. It was very testosterone-y. It was very kind of like performance and weights. So already he has a banter as part of his job. Right. The fact that he called you the beast or Jax for me is just like that's part of his banter, that's part of his presentation. 
There's also the fact that it's a professional relationship. So even if he thinks you're attractive and he'd totally bang you, the fact is you're in there and he has to put you into a certain box in order to remain professional. But, but Thirdly, hold oh, on, Jackie, okay, I've got a Oh list. my God, you have like I a about thesis this. on this. Thirdly, he does come from a more orthodox background. So already you're at a disadvantage. My thing is, if you had met in a different context. Would it have gone down? Exactly. Mm. But because of the context, there were certain things that were in play that just didn't naturally tend to that. I still think that given the chance, he'd be like, yeah, I'd tap that. No, so here's the next question. No other girl was called a beast. Now, is it because my athletic proudness is greater than most of the women in... Jackie, you're intense. I mean... Like, when you do something... And like the I next s- podcast we have is going to be a fitness podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, please. Um, where Adriana just lies down on a mat and has a cookie. But the thing is, you're very intense and you're very focused. Like, I've, I've seen those videos of you... It wasn't attractive, it, it was wasn't surprising, but it wasn't surprising. So it's like you go in there, and I know you're probably working with the same intensity and discipline you put into everything else. Mm. So essentially, I cannot meet a guy at the gym. This is what we're... That's not true. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. It would have to be the right person under the right circumstances. Who Maybe like, who, Who's into beast mode, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because if I think of every time that I've been friend-zoned and like quote-unquote, bro-zoned, whatever, I've looked back on it, and I've, oh, it never would have happened. Not under those so circumstances. What would it, so what exactly is it that made you realize it, it wouldn't have happened? Just because when I reflect on who that person actually was, I realized that there's no way that I could have been in a relationship with them, or um, it was just, he was, I find out later he was interested in somebody else, or it was just, it was me having wishful thinking about somebody who looked kind of cute and was promising. And also, every dude but who see, has... But see, that to me it sounds like that's the exact definition of bro zone. No, because it just wouldn't have happened. Interesting. It just wouldn't have happened. Okay. And um, also, every time that a, a man has accused me of friend zoning him, I had to look at him and say, it was never going to happen. Because either I just wasn't into him, or I just thought he was pleasant, and that's like there, there, it was a no from the go. But see, that to me is like, if you friend zone someone or bro zone someone, it it plays into that exact idea of that the other person just doesn't see you in a sexual, attractive manner. So there you go. You just proved the bro zone to be true. Because bro zone, the only reason that bro zone and friend zone is coined is to kind of take the sting out of a situation. The truth is that person's just not into you. Or you're not into them. See, the way I see it is that if a person is not into you, right, that essentially means that they've put you in a zone where they would like to see you, but are not necessarily attracted to you. I don't think it's that conscious. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you consciously friend-zoned somebody? Absolutely. I have not. As I've in, seen people and been like, as great as you are, this would never happen. But that's not friend-zoning. That's just you not being into them. But see, that's that's what I think the friend zone is. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, see, no, because like, see, what I'm saying is essentially um, that you and I are saying the exact same thing, but we don't. What we're disconnecting on is what that friend zone is and what the bro zone is. Because I don't think it needs a new term. I think it's just you're not. Well, into as that as we've discovered, it's not a new term. <laughs> no, yeah, it's an old term. And here I was being like, I'm so innovative. I'm the coiner of a new term. No. Yeah. But this is, this is my whole thing generally, right? Like I hate when we try to 
put labels or create something that's just like a natural part of life. Mm. It's like, I'm not into you. I didn't consciously put you into the friend zone. It's that there was absolutely no sexual attraction to you. I find you to be a very pleasant person. But see, what I find is more often than not, the guys that I'm attracted to, and maybe that's something, again, worth exploring in therapy. But um, the idea is that a lot of the guys that I'm attracted to are not attracted to me. And the guys that are attracted to me not in a million years what I what that, I consider. That's called be alive. Not everybody's going to be into you and you're not going to be into everybody, right? So why does that have to be a special thing happening? It's just life. No, but what I'm trying to say is in in that idea, what we're essentially doing is saying to people, if there's no chance, if you're putting someone into like a category where they don't see you sexually, that's essentially what, what the friend zone is and what the bro zone is. But then how is that different from making a friend? Because... I don't necessarily see some, like for instance, told you, I don't really have any interest in him from a friendship standpoint. But when you met me and we became friends, did you friend zone me? Yeah, because, because I didn't want to have sex with you. <laughs> hey oh. Hey. But, what I'm, but, but it's saying it's because it's the only reason that makes friend zoning is because there's but, that sexual but element. See, what I'm it. trying to say is that in both, it, well, I don't know, maybe you were into me. Maybe you saw me and you're like, I'd no, like to Jack, that. Jackie, it's, <laughs> I, I feel as if you're a beautiful woman. I but, appreciate but what your I'm ass, trying to but say, no. What I'm trying to say is both parties, there was not a level of attraction there. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that never would have been something to consider to start off with. So why do you have to name it? I think we name a lot of things. Why not name that? Because like I feel, and I think this comes specifically because of the way men use it against women. Gotcha. And so for me, it's like, if we do the same thing, aren't we then doing what, doesn't it become just an excuse for like, oh, he doesn't find me attractive. Yeah. But that's what it is, right? So it's just, it's a, it's, it's a, to we're, we're having a totally intellectual conversation here, Jackie. It's all about the terminology and the semantics It really of it. is. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of my, the reason that I'm, I don't want to name it, it's the, I do the same thing, right? Like, I don't believe we need to call it imposter syndrome because we're medicalizing something that doesn't exist. It's like people who have imposter syndrome, it's just because they have self-esteem issues, self-confidence issues. I'm like, why do we have to name it? Because then it becomes something that you carry around. So it's the same thing. Like for me, calling it a friend zone, now you're like, oh, I'm the victim of friend zoning. And I'm like, why would I want to add to my mental load? Because dudes use friend zone as a weapon you think they use it as a weapon i yep well not as a weapon but they use it as a way of insulting women like oh she just friend zoned me like what was her problem right okay i see what you're saying as a way of kind of confirming that there's nothing wrong with them yeah she's got she's the problem the, she's the issue yeah she's being picky. i don't i see for me it's more and again i guess this is because women are self-deprecating more often than not I use it as a way of saying, well, there's obviously something wrong with me if I keep getting put in the bro zone. You <gasps> Baby, you're I perfect. Know, you're know. perfect. But you see what I mean? Like that's, yeah. I think that that's kind of the way I see it. And then the other question is... Jackie, just go get your paper. Don't keep turning your head. Bring it closer. I, I'm okay. I was just... I, I broke the fourth wall. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> like you totally ruined everything. Um, no, the, the other question is more... Why is it that certain people get bros on more than others? Like, I have some friends, girlfriends, who, regardless of the guy, they're always flirting with her. They're always, you know what I mean? Whereas I, I do not get flirted with. You know what I mean? Unpopular opinion? There's something about her that's not the same as what you digash. 
back to the digash. Digash, right. Because for many years, I thought I was invisible. And then I did some work in my own head about what I was doing or not doing. And all of a sudden, I was a lot less invisible. And also, it made me realize that chances are when I thought I was invisible, I was actually a lot more visible than I thought. Okay. So unpopular opinion, and I'm not saying that anything is wrong with you, Jackie, because you know that I think you're perfect. But I think that people digage very different things depending on where they're at. Mm. And like the girls that I know that are being chased down the street, it's because there's an ease to them. They, they, they're obviously putting out something that, you know, uh, the rest of us aren't. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I, I, there's something about it that I think there's certain girls who don't get the same type of, um, yeah, absolutely. Of, you know, reaction or the same looks, if you will, but, looks. but I, I, I think you and I disagree on the use of the term of bro zone and friend zone because I think I don't think so much that women are using it as a um, way of kind of, you know, using it as a weapon against men. But I think more often than not, it's kind of just a way of defining relationship. Like I've had friends who'd also come up to me and be like, oh, why don't you pursue this guy? And I'll be like, oh, because I was bro-zoned by him. Like, it's almost a way of kind of defining that relationship without actually having to go beyond saying like, well, we used to be friends. I trying to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of an easy way of just solidifying and defining what went on with, with that guy. So here's here's a challenge for you. Tell because me. the way that you use it is victimization language. I yeah, was, for sure. I was bro-zoned by him. Yeah. Try changing your language about it and see like, oh, it was a bro-zoned situation. Like... Do you see what I mean? Like it's but, almost but still, like brozone, but brozone you you've weaponized it against yourself. Yeah, because as you said, right? So like maybe it's just a question of it's how we're using it. Mm, interesting. Anyways, so here's your question for the day, kids, because we're already at at uh, the end of the show. Brozone, yay or nay? Also, share stories of your bro zoning or friend zoning because I think we have male listeners now. Yeah, we, we have a few. Um, so, yeah, have you been bro zoned? Do you believe in the bro zone? And if you're a male, I guess it would be friend zone, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Also, like and follow us on the Spotify. We're also on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Have a good one, everyone. Bye, Jackie. Bye.